We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tom, I know you tell RJ all the time, go all the way to the rim. He was definitely doing that tonight. What did you see from his decision-making process once he got going downhill? Yeah, super aggressive, you know, downhill, getting to the line. Uh, but those attacks, I thought, you know, attacking the double teams, getting getting to the backside, uh, put put them in some closeouts, long closeouts, and I thought he read the closeouts well. So uh, the game will tell you what to do. Uh, and... Defensively, I think we, you know, we started the third quarter poorly, but we got better as it went along. Busy Brunson almost single-handedly gave up the game in the third, being picked on. Um, it was a part of that. Yeah, it was. Uh, listen, I think Julius's defense was the bigger culprit. Um, you're spot on saying Brunson was was bad defensively, hundred percent, and it was a big part of that comeback. And the D on uh, on D and over dribbling on offense. I I don't know that I can pinpoint too many Brunson initiated possessions that were too bad. If there were a few, if there's a guy that gets a pass, it's Jalen Brunson um, because he does so much and he does so much right. Um, and again, it's why I said at the beginning of the show, does he always make the right play? No. Is, is are his intentions always in the right place? Yes. We went away from RJ, a mistake. Brunson redeems himself with a uh, huge three to give us the lead. Uh, it, there were several plays in the fourth quarter that were, were big. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, Busy. Uh, Hannibal Miles, imagine if Julius's game picks up again with, Jay, with Julius and RJ. I like the positivity. I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe. We'll see. Manny Campos, RJ turning into playoff Jimmy at just the right time. Let's freaking go, Knicks. Listen, he's he's not listen, he's not Jimmy because Jimmy is the the initiator of the offense. RJ today initiated he certainly initiated some. Um, but he's also again I, I, we gotta keep it a buck, right? The attention that Jalen Brunson gets. And what that opens up for Jalen Brunson's teammates, RJ was the the he he played off of that perfect, literally perfectly. You can't play off of it any better than he did. So, but that to me is so much more impressive for him at this point in his career than going out there and and trying to be Jimmy Butler because this is where he's at. 
Jimmy Butler, when Jimmy Butler was 22, we've said this time and time again. Jimmy Butler, when he was 22, he wasn't in the freaking league yet. You know, like RJ was thrust into this spotlight so early and had so much responsibility so early and had these ups and downs on the roller coaster ride. We've said, so many smart people have said it. Development is not linear in the NBA. And this player is proof of that. Thank you, Manny. Dead words, uh, 604. Thank you for the generous contribution. Just one more win and we are onwards and upwards. The team is so fun to watch and shout out to Deuce for his great defense and limited minutes and Obi going full Giannis late on that drive. I love that. That drive was like, like low key, like my favorite play of the game. It was not like the moment of the game, but it was maybe my favorite play of the game, but Randall needs to figure it out. He's key uh, to go far. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what, I mean, DJ kind of alluded to it in the opening monologue. Do they need Julius to win another game in this series? I don't. I don't know. Um, they might. They might. Jason M. See, John, you got to have more faith in this team. I do, but I, I blame. I, I blame the. I blame the past. I blame the ghosts. I blame Reggie Miller. I blame Michael Jordan. I blame um, Roy Hibbert. I blame who else can I blame? I blame uh, the fire extinguisher case in the corridors of Madison Square Garden. Um, I, I could blame. I could blame up and down. I blame Isaiah Thomas. I blame Kurt Rambis. <laughs> A lot of blame to go around. I blame David Stern. Never forget hashtag. Never forget nineteen ninety seven. Mm. <laughs> I know Andrew. I, Andrew, that's Andrew's favorite hashtag. Uh, yeah, a lot of. Uh, I, I'm again. This is the therapist couch, right? Uh, I'm 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 deferring blame, deferring blame. Anthony Six, though, let's go. Hashtag ride with RJ. That's a good hashtag. I like that hashtag. Thanks, Anthony. David Crockett. I love. I love. David Crocker uh, super chats because you know they're going to be good. Any questions about Obi playing big minutes in the playoffs? Answered. He got grown, um, grown folks boards today. <laughs> I've never seen folks spelled like that, David. I love it. Um, Obi with a workmanlike, workmanlike twenty minutes. Um, yeah, for sure. All right. Next up, Stephen Cordero. I know where this is going because I know who he, who he supports and I know who, who he's been very critical of me for being harsh with. But alas, never give up on young talent and heart. But you gave up on RJ as soon as he got here. Surprising since as a parent and a teacher, you know, never to give up on kids. Well, um, I don't analyze basketball the way I teach and parent. Um, that's just me. I kind of separate those two things out. Uh, I did not give up on RJ as soon as he got here, though. Um, I waited for him to play. And I did certainly have suspicions early. For sure. Definitely had suspicions early. Uh, I will cop to that. Uh, Hush Zoo. There was this guy, Hush Zoo, game one, who gave in a chat saying RJ should be limited to 25 minutes. What a fan that is. Huh? Knows nothing about basketball. 
Be kind to yourself, Hush. Be kind. Luyan Chow. What's going on, Luyan? Wow, what a win. Just such a gritty team effort. How about that second unit with Brunson? Um, I loved... Again, we got to give praise to the guy that I always, you know, try to defend from the slings and arrows, which is Tom Thibodeau. Um, I thought his decision-making throughout the game to bring Brunson in and to close with the unity closed with, which was obviously Brunson, RJ as the starters, and then Hart and uh, Obi. And then to, to even when he switched from Hardstein to, to Mitch, I thought that was good. I thought it was the right time. It was funny because it was like Hart, Hart, Hardenstein had been playing so well. And then like right around the moment where you're like, oh, is he starting to tire? I don't know. He brings back Mitch and Mitch closed this out. It was just, a, it was a master class. And uh, yeah, second unit with Brunson was fantastic. <clears throat> uh, Jostle focused. Last one. Looking forward to Randall Redemption game. I love that. I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Um, I'm I'm not giving up on the men. I'm not giving up on them. I refuse to. Of all the things I'm happy for today. Um, and here's Hushu. I need Randall Masterclass Game 5, please, Lord. Of all the things that um like Yeah, I I, I think it's incoming. I think it's I think we're gonna get a big game. I think we're gonna get a big Randall game at some point. I'll just say that. Thanks, Hush. Busy. The man I criticize the most on the team deserves his own super chat. Good job by Tibbs. Um, got sticking with Obi over his golden boy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why we said at the beginning. Tibbs and Randall forever linked at the hip. And um We'll see how the rest of the series goes. Brian Benjamin, do we trade Julius? I missed the game. So I, I think what he means is, did we trade Julius? Like, oh, did we trade? Julius? Did we trade Julius? Because what happened? <laughs> yeah, um, disappearing act. Unfortunately, yeah, not much more to say other than that. Not RJ team. RJ, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Was that, was this the what the guy who was like, I'm changing my his thing at the buzzer. You fumbled at the one RJ team. I hate to say it. You're, you're the Titans in the 99 Super Bowl. I I, I hate to say it, man. One it was right. Short. You're one yard. short. <laughs> if you had oh, RJ man. team for game three and four, <laughs> man, thank you for the contribution. Don't man. change it back now. No, Now you can't be. Now, RJ you can't team. now you're not back. RJ team forever. Cause now he's an all NBA. This, this version of RJ could potentially be you. It might just be the second best player on a team that wins a playoff series. So, man, things I didn't think I'd be saying. Funny, my main man. Shout out to California. Best bang of my lifetime. How you doing? When JB hit that three from the top of the key, this includes sex. <laughs> what a vibe shift when IQ and iHeart checked in the late in the third quarter. JB for president, RJ for mayor. Let's go, Knicks. I'm I'm so happy you said that. I want to go look it up. I'm, I'm going to ask actually Andrew to um, read the next super chat while I get the exact moment because 
the vibes were so like uh, I'm taking a step back. How have I gone on talking for an hour and 40 minutes and not said this? I can't believe we won this game. That third quarter, I was I was bracing myself for like, again. Uh, how do I find we've a all, moment? Yeah. We've all watched these games. Mm-hmm. We know how these games end. The Knicks don't win this game. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. They, they don't win this game. They overcame it. They That's overcame where, it. It's also like this season, it felt like the third quarter of Doom, you know? Like that's happened so much. And they overcame it. Um, so Hartenstein checked in at 332 left in the quarter for Mitchell Robinson. The the game was 60. <clears throat> It was actually in between free throws from RJ. So before the free throws, it was 69-66. RJ made two free throws. So they were losing by three when he checked in the game. And then when Emmanuel quickly checked in the game, Isaac Okoro had just beat, um, I'm pretty sure, Julius Randle on the baseline for a make uh, to make it 71-70 Cavs. So the team was losing at that point. And when, so when quickly checked in, it was 71-70. From that point, over the course of the rest of the game, um, it was uh, 31 to 23 and the next one. So I'm looking at the game log as well. So the Cavs first lead of the game came at 63-61 with 627 left. Forced the Knicks timeout their second of the third quarter. Yep. Um, what followed, and this actually for me is the, and I'm, I'm curious when I go listen to the chase down how much they're going to harp on this. Um, Evan Mobley at this point in the game had one foul. What then followed right out of the timeout was a Julius Randle and one, which was a foul on Evan Mobley. Uh, okay. Almost uh, a less, almost a minute later, um, Randle once again gets a shooting foul on Evan Mobley, gets to the line, goes one of two. Uh, later in the corner, RJ Barrett gets a shooting foul on Evan Mobley. He's got three fouls in a span of three minutes and was a non-factor the rest of the game. I'm wondering if that's the real shift as to why the first half of the third quarter was different from the final 18 minutes of the game. It's like the Knicks, it, the game planned it. They were like, we're going to go out Evan Mobley. We're going to see if the refs make a call. If we get a call, great. Now, the calls kind of went both ways. The Knicks were in foul trouble too. The Both teams were in the penalty from most of the fourth quarter. Yeah. But once you took Evan Mobley off the chessboard, it was like, okay, now the rim is opening up a little bit and you can you can attack, which is why I think RJ was also able to be as more aggressive, you know? I mean there was a stretch in the middle of this game where the Knicks just the, the Knicks just didn't score. I mean, they opened this game with 30 points in the first quarter and they closed the game with 29 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um and then but that doesn't really do it justice because the score was 40 scores 46 31. The Knicks were up 46 31 over Cleveland after Brunson hit a step back three with 517 left in the second quarter. And then from that point, they had 46 points at that point. And then from that point, it took them. Yeah. I mean, it took them more than another quarter to get another 20 points. Like it was just, so it was a slog. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, buddy. You're the man, dude. Uh, Matt, down under. This was worth getting up at 3 a.m. for. God bless you. And God bless all the 
overseas Knicks fans, I think uh, my boy David um, shouted uh, uh, Daniel John over in, in Germany out or um, Ger- Germany, Austria, Knicks Nation. Shout out to them. But like shout out all the all the Knicks fans all over the world to get up at all these crazy hours. So shout out to all of you. Uh, what a win. You can't make up the heart this team has. H-A-R-T. Shout out tips for playing over the entire fourth. It was great. Man. Tibbs getting shout outs left and right. Jay Wright. There's not that Jay Wright. There's been a general consensus from Nick's content creators that we're lucky to be here. We are better than them, period. Time to act like it. I think you're listening to me too much. I, although I don't know that I've ever said we're lucky to be here. I think I've been pretty consistent that there have been about eight really good teams in the NBA this year. The Knicks are one of them. Five of those eight in my estimation, heading into the playoffs happened to be in the Eastern conference. And we happened to be facing another one of those teams who I did think was more talented than us. I also thought we could beat this team. Um, but like lucky to be here. That's going a little bit too far, but I, I actually think other, other content creators are, have been way more hopeful about the next chances in the series than, than me. And, you know, maybe like, you know, DJ and, and XJ and, and Benji have been a little down. Uh, but no, I, I don't want you to loop anybody else in with, with me. I, I, I take the L for that. Well, acknowledging we still have to win one more game. Hush Zoo, I need to give Tibbs immense flowers outside of Garland's third quarter. His defensive scheme has been nothing but a beauty all series to watch. I mean, Garland's third quarter, you, you know, the defense was bad. Uh, Brunson's point of attack defense was bad. Julius Randle's health defense was bad. Um, the rotations generally were not on point. I mean, it was, I don't know. Was it the, you could argue that other than, I would say the late second, the second half of the second quarter of game two. Maybe no, that's really it. That was when that game really got away from them. So there were like two six minute stretches in this series that were bad defensively. The second half of the second quarter in game two and the first half of the third quarter tonight in game four. So if you break the series into Jesus Christ, 32 equal parts, right? Because um four quarters times four games is 16 times two is 32. Out of those 32 equal parts. They have been substandard def- def- defensively for two of the 32. That's a pretty good coaching performance. Or, I, well, just performance period, wh- whoever you want to give credit to. Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? Live from the garden. Let's go. Special, special shout out to Hart, Brunson, Obi, Deuce, iHeart, Mitch. But there's one thing we all forgot pre series the moment is never too big for Broadway. Barrett, let's freaking go. Hashtag Knicks in five. He's proven it. He's proven it. Built for this. You got that right. Keith, so many guys I could talk about. It's one of those games, man. Sit here and talk for half an hour about anybody. But I'll let everybody else talk about the others. I'm so proud of RJ. Way to show he truly is built for it. Again, this one super chat every... Reads my mind every time. Series ain't over yet, but we're almost there. Let's freaking go. Shouts to KFS. Um, we're almost there. We're almost there. Almost there. Almost there. I could taste it. We could all taste it. 
got to win another game and they're not going to go down without a fight. It may not matter. We said the same thing about our Knicks. I remember I remember doing the, the oh my God, do I remember the game four post game two years ago. I was like, we're not going to go down without a fight. And like game five, we didn't go down without a fight, but we were still losing by 18 in the fourth quarter. Like sometimes another team just has your number. The Hawks had our number. And in this series, I hope we have the Cavs number. Seems like we do. Seems like we do. Greg Moran, my goodness, Greg. Jesus Christ. Thank you for the generous contribution and thank you for your patience as I imagine you probably made this a while ago. I hope you're still here with us. My God, it's Butte, Clark. The JB3 to Cheddar Assman Airball was Chef's guess. Andrew. Andrew, he just called he just called Chetty Osman Cheddar Assman. This is the most New York disrespect I've ever read in a super chat. Jetty Osman is now Cheddar Assman. That is amazing. <laughs> the Assman. The Assman. There you go. One in a million, Doc. Mm. One in wow. a million. This this super chat is one in a million, Greg. Super chat of the game. God bless you, man. <clears throat> Terrific team win with so many contributors. <laughs> Cheddar ass, man. <laughs> Seriously, I could I could run up until five in the morning. I wouldn't have thought of that. Thanks, KFS, for making it all so much better. Work days, life, everything. You guys and this team are awesome. Let's freaking go, Knicks. Let's freaking go, KFS. We are just really lucky to be able to... Um, I, I'm lucky to be able to spout my nonsense <clears throat> in front of an audience. So thank you. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you're like me and just don't have time for food shopping, let the groceries come to you. Don't hesitate. Head to hellofresh.com/filmschool50 and use code filmschool50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Again, that's hellofresh.com/filmschool50 and use code film School 50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, JJ Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Chris D, call that man Star J. Barrett. I did in today's newsletter. I had to do a second newsletter today because RJ was so good. Uh, or yesterday, whatever it was. Uh, Sam L. Tibbs yanking Randall in the fourth and holding him accountable was everything that has been missing from Nick's culture the past three years. I couldn't. It couldn't have come at a better time. Also, wow, RJ. Thank you, KFS. I don't... I'm going to push back, Sam. I don't think that was an accountability thing. I think that was a Tom Thibodeau. This is the playoffs. I'm not messing around. I'm going with what it takes to win the game. And Obi Toppin, and that's why I really like talk about Brunson, talk about RJ, talk about Mitch, talk about Josh Hart, talk about all these guys. For Obi Toppin to have put himself in a position through hard freaking work that after three very up and down years, much of which has not been his fault for him to have put himself in a position where Tom Thibodeau said, I trust you. Cause keep in mind, folks, he didn't need to go with Obi. They've done the Josh Hart at the four thing before they've done the RJ thing at the four thing before Josh Hart, RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, Jalen Brunson, and then a center. That could have been your closing lineup. Absolutely could have been. Tibbs said no. I'm going with Obi. You want to tell me that's because of the Cavs size? Okay, that's fine. I call bullshit. I call bullshit because we know what Tom Thibodeau values, and we know what Tom Thibodeau will not live with. It doesn't matter what size you are. If he did not trust Obi Toppin to do the things necessary to win this game, he would have not gone with him. Matchup, irregardless. So, really, really, really extra, extra, extra credit to Obi Toppin for getting himself in a position to be in this game, to close out this game. Robert Cross, it's your boy, John. RJ has poise. RJ has belief. RJ is relentless. Love you, man. Hashtag 53 win. Do, do you love me or do you love RJ? Yes. That's the correct answer. Hazu, 3-1 Knicks on house money to uh, 2023 Knicks. What a magical season it's been. I'm literally speechless. What has been going on? Give Josh Hart all the monies. Well, they're going to uh, there's there's going to be a few players um getting some monies this summer. Um Josh Hart is one of them. Josh Hart is not going anywhere. 
uh, spoiler alert, he's back uh, for moving forward. He's not going anywhere. Um, So, yeah, um, I don't know. 17, 18, 19 million a year. Whereabouts. Daniel Constant, only right. He plays well at home. Hashtag Broadway Barrett. I I don't ever think of RJ as a as a home only player. I guess maybe the numbers bear that out. I honestly have I don't know them offhand. Um, it wouldn't shock me, but like I think RJ could go down, down, go over to Cleveland and have a good game. For sure, I think he's capable of it. Dale, what's going on, Dale? Um, I was wondering why Tibbs wouldn't put in Obi the entire third quarter. I think it was because he knew he might have to play in the entire fourth. Dale, you took the words right out of my mouth. I completely agree. I think he was looking to just get through the third with Obi. Survive. Survive till the end of the third quarter, and then he knew he had a pivot in his back pocket. Thanks uh, for the contribution, Dale. Appreciate it. Robert Cross with another one. I'm Robert. I, I have to say it. Thank you for your generosity, man. I, I, I don't. We don't say it enough. Thank you. I'm saying this now. Brunson, then RJ, then Randall, and you have a title contender right now. Hashtag 53 wins. Robert, I know you don't want to talk offseason, but it gets us back to the conversation that you hate to have, which is order like players in roles. I don't believe Julius Randle will ever be perfectly suited to be a number three on a, on a title team. I, I, I hope to be proven wrong. You know, I, no, this series has impacted my opinion as to what the Knicks might do in the off season. My gut feeling is that this team, while I think the front office is very happy with the bones of the team, I I I think I think they they will consider different things. That's all. That's all I'll say. Thanks, Robert. Uh, Richard, what's going on, Richard Born Vanek, one of our um, esteemed patrons. He has been, um, I think, a Ewing tier patron actually since. Jump Street. Always appreciate his contributions and, and thoughtful um, thoughts. Mark Sable, is it fair and reasonable to say that RJ has not only redeemed himself this season, but the season of all former Duke Knicks like Cam and Chris Duhon? Shocked! Shocked I am that the Knicks won this game without Cam Reddish. That's all. Not stir the pot. Still not more disrespectful than calling Jetty Osman cheddar ass, man. I'm still laughing at that. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It's the cheddar the, ass yeah. man. Cheddar ass man. No, no other fan base like this one. I swear. No. No, no, no. Zach, what's going on, Zach? What a game. I'm a mess. Me and you both got my wee back shirt on just in time. I went with the with the where is it? Here we go. Him. I went with the him shirt. Um, but the Weebacks a good choice too. The wife and kid om- got almost as crazy as I in the fourth quarter. Kid went and put on his Nick shirt. What a morning. So proud of RJ and coach leaving OB in. God bless KFS. 
Thank you so much, Zach. Appreciate you again. Another one. You go back a long way with me. I appreciate your support from day one. Um, as far as the fandom for today, I we again we had like a couple other couples from the building over and their kids uh, for this game, and like they got to experience the full the full Macri, as it were. And I I think I composed myself pretty well. Although there was a moment where. <clears throat> I lifted my shirt up like over my mouth because I, I had to scream very loudly. And I think I exposed my flabby belly, which I don't know if my guests appreciated that. Um, I hope they come back at some point. That's all I have to say about that. W camp 172. Um, what a game by Mitch, but his best ever by far. I don't know about by far, but I think it was the best game of his career considering the stakes. For sure. Uh, and RJ, JB and Hart gave their normal beauty, truly unbelievable stuff. Favorite team since 99. Let's freaking go, Knicks. So it's funny. I, w- I want Andrew up here for a second while, while I ask my wife a quick question. Um, you have been a vehement <laughs> defender of the honor. Oh, Capital God. H honor of the great 2012-2013 New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Where are you at at this point? Do we? I mean, do you got to see? Do you got to see one more win? Or this is where we do need to officially switch roles for a second, John, because I always said during the season, like. We're reacting to win number 35, win number 22, win number 40. Like, we're reacting before they've ever played a playoff game. Like, there's a very, uh, from all our projections, realistic scenario that this team loses in the first round. And now, if they are able to upset the Cavaliers and then win a couple playoff games against the Bucks, or dare I say... um, Stop it! dare I say, host a series against another team in the second round. Uh, That's the craziest part. The Knicks hosting a playoff series against a team in South Beach in an an adorably cute matchup. Um, Needless to say, John, um, I always said you needed to see the whole picture before you put 2013 above this one. What is so different that I've always acknowledged is that felt like like you needed to win then like the desperation to win then mattered. And this team, the beginning seems to be what we're seeing right now. This is the beginning of multiple bites at the apple. And that's the coolest part about it is that if they, if it doesn't eclipse 2013 this year, if they blow a three, one lead, knock on all the wood in the area. Um, if that happens, it's, it's, the still, end of the world. It, it's year one of a run that we're making with this team. And it's exciting. I'll say this. I this I feel comfortable. I'm not I, I have I have not be like I haven't yet said the Knicks are going to the Eastern Conference semifinals because I will not say that until they are. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. If the Knicks somehow don't make the Eastern Conference semifinals, someone's gonna pry it from their cold dead hands. Like they will be they will have to be beaten. Yeah. You know, I um, agree. this this team ain't ain't giving it away. Go sign. Sean with a W. Shout out to the casuals. Shout out to uh, Study Hall. 
Shout out to Sean. Sean's the best. They sent Scott Foster to do Scott Foster things, and we won the plastic game. <laughs> Anyways, we move on. P.S. Rowan Alexander Barrett Jr. Um, I didn't love the whistle today. I thought there were some egregious, capital E, egregious whistles. Um, not as bad as it probably could have been, but one good. Thank you for pointing that out, Sean, because I saw your tweet before the game and I completely agree with it. Anthony Sixto, Randall was fantastic game one with the new approach to his rotation and they got away from it. Really hoping we take a second look at that. Um, don't ask what just happened. Everybody okay? <laughs> yes, everybody's okay. All I heard was a crash and then ow. And it was like, oh, no, everybody's fine. Okay. Someone just, <laughs> just fell off a wall. It happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. The it's Julius weird half of the poster. Is that what? Fell? What? Is it the Julius yes, half of the got, poster? It, it, it like ripped off. Mm-hmm. Um, the They went away from it ostensibly because they didn't feel they needed it anymore. You know? Which was strange because... If now we're talking about Julius Randle is somehow encumbered, then I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is. It's interesting. It's, it, I, I love the I love the thought though. There, um, Manny Campos. Where has this tips been for three years? Switching up sub patterns, making adjustments in game, holding Julius Randle accountable. Wow, what a masterclass of coaching. So here's the thing with Tibbs, and this is what I have always suspected. Obviously, I don't know this to be true for a fact, but it is what I suspect. I think Tibbs understands that there are different priorities when you coach in the regular season versus when you coach in the playoffs. When you coach in the playoffs, you like... The result of the which is this is ironic. He understands in the playoffs the result of that game is the most important thing. In the regular season, it's funny because like he has a reputation of a guy who's gonna like sell out to get every every conceivable win. I don't see that as being the case because I think when you look at the Alfred Payton situation three years ago, when you look at the Julius Randle situation last year, I think. Tibbs is a regular season coach who thinks a lot about the bigger picture and doing things that are maybe not in the best interest of the moment. Now, there is also the part of him that will marginalize certain young players and not put young players on the floor if they are not checking boxes X, Y, and Z. I understand that that part of it would, would seem to be counterintuitive to the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> this is, and this is perhaps why I am in my own universe when it comes to uh, this coach. I get, I think what he's trying to, what he's trying to go for. Um, I think he, he is always thinking bigger picture and that's why like he was never going to, like bench Julius Randle last year or like take Julius out of the starting lineup or like play him like 28 minutes a game. Like he was, he wasn't going to do that because he knew if he did that, he would lose Julius forever. Um, and now it comes down to, well, shit, I got to win a playoff game. That's different. 
Kent mm, Gurrier, I think. I think there is a Josh Hart and a Jalen Brunson buddy ball issue. Buddy ball issue. Like a bad thing? I can't tell. I hope. I don't think. I think it's a beautiful thing. Hamdy M. What's going on, Hamdy? Thank you for the incredibly generous contribution. So many people going over the top today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On behalf of myself and everybody here at KFS, especially you, Hamdy. You always do this, man. Hey, John. Total team win. I love this team. I love this coach. I love KFS. I love GMAC. I love DJ Zulo. I love XJ. I love everybody. Oh, I love Benson, too. It's over. Um. I think I think the E is hitting really hard right now, Andy. That's what I think. Do you love Chet do you love Cheddar Ass Man? That is the question. It's so funny. <laughs> it doesn't get old. It doesn't get oh old. Oh my god. That was so good. It's the best thing ever. Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? Speaking of generous contributors, he's always he's always here. And he's always making um, he's always making his presence felt. What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Let's freaking go! Game ball to Tibbs for having the grapefruits to bench Randall in the fourth. More RJ crow pie for me today. We're, we're, we're divvy it up, man. Divvy it up. Pass me a plate. Pass me a plate, a fork, maybe some whipped cream. Um, Mac, the path is getting clearer for the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's go Heat. Oh, God. Be careful what you wish for. Um, Drazov. What's going on, Drazov? Looks like Mitchell was traded to the Knicks after all because his performance today was clutch for the Bakers. He was not good today. Uh, shout out to anyone who said that you're due for a bad Mitchell game once a series. Today was a bad Mitchell game. I was, I mean, again, the list of, oh, my God. Again, it's like crow coming from all angles. I'm in the birds. I am I am in Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. They're flying at me from every direction. The crow for RJ, the crow for uh Donovan Mitchell's gonna have a huge game today, which I fully expected he was going to. I'm pretty sure I thought Julius Randall was I didn't only I said this, but I thought Julius Randall was gonna have a big game today. And, um Yeah. Amen to being wrong. Dennis DiSabato. Rohim Alexander Barrett Jr. I like it. I like it. Danny, what's going on, Danny? I missed you at halftime today. I'm done putting a ceiling on this team. Showed us time and time again how special they are. Nothing they do will surprise me. And for the first time in my 23 years on this earth, that is a good thing. Danny, that is a wonderful comment. Thank you. And thank you for always um, giving your thoughtful insights. Appreciate it. HMA187. Hey, John, it's your boy from Sweden again. Shout out to Sweden and, and shout out to anyone from the other side of the pond watching. A big thank you guys over at KFS. For me, you guys and the K Knicks Fan TV crew are the true heroes that keep us going during the dark days. I love that Like, there is enough of Knicks Nation out there that Knicks fan TV has the my lord, do they have the following that they do and get the watches that they do and, and do what they do. And we all we have our you know corner over here, and it's it's the more the merrier. And God knows all of the other Knicks content creators and podcasts and channels and you know, newsletters, everything. It's it's 
it's a special fan base. And the fact that we have fans all over the world, which, you know, you're proof of, we need it, right? Knicks fans, you need all the outlets. And um, it's cool. Thanks for spending some time with us. Appreciate it. Kent with another one. Can we talk about how Josh Hart ices out Randall many times for Brunson on fast breaks and open sides of the court? I think people are missing that. Go look. Um, I'll take a look. I don't really question anything Josh Hart does. Is it possible? Sure, it's possible. I think Randall got good looks today. I think Randall got good shots. I think he didn't do much with them. And if Josh Hart does look more for Jalen Brunson, it's because Jalen Brunson is the guy you want with the ball in his hands in this series, especially. And that's because Julius Randall has um, Evan Mobley on him, who finished top three in defensive player of the year. Uh, most of the time. David Gradere, Obi driving up his trade value the series. LOL. Nah, man. He uh I listen, how cool would it be if Obi was back next year? I haven't given up on it yet. We'll see. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Spicy sham. If I don't get a noise complaint by the end of the series, it'll be a miracle. See, this is why I invited everybody from my building over. Because they can't complain about the noise if they're in the in the in the apartment. The call is coming from inside the house. Hajzu with another one. I'm not getting the 2013 playoff run didn't give me this amount of joy. We're not done. One more. I will stay grounded for now. Please close it out, Knicks. They gotta close it out. As far as the amount of joy that that playoff run gave you, I think this playoff run has already superseded it. That playoff run obviously saw six victories. This playoff run has only seen three victories. However, again, we've talked about this. They were favored against the Celtics. They were supposed to wipe up with the Celtics. And then once they came out and they like won game one and they won game two, like those games were exciting, but like it was what we were supposed to do. There was a different vibe when you do what you were supposed to do as opposed to what many people doubt that you could do. And then turning to the Eastern Conference semifinals, the fact that they dropped game one took so much of the excitement off of game two, and the fact that they dropped games three and four took so much of the excitement off of game five. So I think if you're adding up like the total like joy quotient, I do think that there is an argument that 2023 has already superseded 2013. 